astrology and tarot another fire ass show for y'all roll up grab you some snacks some water and let's go Solaris, the High Priestess, how are you today? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. It's it's been an easy day, so didn't have too much to do. So that's always good. 
I'm excited to be back. I've been looking forward to this follow-up interview. Yes, so, for sure. Yeah. yeah, we're, hey, we're excited. Um, we're definitely excited to have you back. Um, again, thank you for doing part two of the show, allowing us to get to know you a little bit better um, outside of astrology and tarot. I know the listeners are excited for all the tea you're about to spill. So let's, uh, <laughs> let's, um, we'll just jump into it. So let's start with what's your, um, like nationality. I am, um, black. Okay. I have, uh, <laughs> on my dad's side, they are Creole, but, um, you know, I just identify as being a black or an indigenous woman right, right. of the land. Right, right. And you were born and raised in Texas? Yes. Would you ever live anywhere else? Um, I think that if I ever moved somewhere else, it would have to be to like an island because Ooh. I've traveled a couple of places and I'm like, okay, it's kind of like same experience, you know, in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, Although I really like San Diego. I think that it's beautiful there. But, um, yeah, I would have to, like, live on an island if I moved somewhere. Ooh, that sounds fancy. (laughs) I mean, it just seems like from, like, TV shows or, like, movies and stuff like that, it seems like island living is just so much more, like, calm and peaceful and just, you know, not... Yeah. I feel like the places like that I've I've visited, like I've been to Jamaica, um, I've Ooh. been to St. Thomas, which I'm gonna go back uh, soon, and I really like the idea of them just being like the energy there is like nobody is trying to be anything. They are literally just present and being in the moment, and everybody is so grateful. And so I feel like it's a connection just like to waking up to beautiful water every day and actually having fruit like growing on trees. Like there's no urgency. There's no sense of like trying to have like a strong identity Mm -hmm. uh, of anything. It's like it feels more together versus like in the States where everybody is trying to be, you know, something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um. What did you want to be when you grew up? I honestly, what I am now, like I remember being younger and really wanting to be a medicine woman. Okay. Uh, like my favorite movie was like Pocahontas. Okay. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just, and I was obsessed with like grandmother Willow for some reason. And so I just always wanted to be like uh, a healer um, ever since I was younger or a singer. I used to really love to sing. Um, oh, that's so it's awesome. kind of split between like some type of entertainer and then a healer. That's so I guess like those two together is what I am now. Right. 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 That's cool. That's pretty. That, yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Like kind of <laughs> like um, um, the Oracle from the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. The Oracle, like the Oracle yeah, from yeah, the Matrix. Yeah. Um, what sparked your interest in astrology? and tarot 
Um, I think that mm, when I got to like elementary school, mm-hmm. I was always kind of interested in the, the like occult, like, you know, hidden okay. knowledge of things. Yep. Um, I remember being younger and like being really obsessed with like the idea of like witches when I was in elementary to like middle school. And I just always thought I was like, man, it just seems like such a powerful energy. And so I remember having friends and like trying to play along with that energy. And then um, knowing that I have roots in Louisiana on my dad's side, um, I was always told that a lot of them had, you know, practiced uh, magic and things. Mm -hmm. But like my immediate family would be like, oh, you know, we we don't associate with them. And they would try to like scare us out of wanting to have a relationship with them, but it always piqued my interest to mm-hmm. know that, you know, somebody in my my lineage was practicing these things in uh, Louisiana. Right. So right. when I got my first deck of cards um, when I was a teenager, I had them, but I was always afraid to, like, interact with them at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I did, I was like, okay, this isn't so bad. And then I found out that my great-grandmother... Um, was doing readings, but she used, like, actual playing cards. I, I oh, didn't get to meet okay. her because she passed when I was born mm-hmm. around that time. Mm-hmm. But um, my dad had confirmed, like, her ritual in the morning of waking up and drinking coffee and having, like, a deck of cards in the morning, and he never knew what she was doing. And, um, yeah, so it kind of, like, just confirmed that for me. Like, oh, this has been in me this has been around me for a minute and then astrology came to play I was always into like you know horoscopes and my sign Mm -hmm. and so when I started to do more studying into astrology and realizing like oh this is like a whole like your whole DNA for yourself this is very specific to who you are I just kind of like dove in all the way and I was like okay I'm in. Like, this helps me to understand the, the psychology of people through astrology, and it's interesting. It's not boring to me, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's so dope. I think, yeah, both of those things kind of, like, have been a theme in my life since I was younger. Since you were younger, and you'll never look back. <laughs> no, like, it's, like, it's amazing. It's such a beautiful thing to, like, have access to, like, connecting to yourself and to spirit and and to people um once you start to do studying and you realize how connected everything is anyways you know how the Mm -hmm. bible is connected to astrology and tarot like everything is connected so it's really just about what your soul wants to receive the message in at this point because with tarot cards you know the full card is uh represented by jesus you know, and it talks about the fool is like going through um, different lessons, which symbolizes his journey in the Bible. And so it's just basically like the cards are like a mini version of the Bible and there are different things or outcomes that can happen, you know. Mm-hmm. So for someone who is not necessarily into going to church or into the Bible, they might have always been drawn to tarot cards and still got the spiritual message that a person would from the Bible, you know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, would you ever do like a tarot tour? 
Like, I would love to do that. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of DMs like, are you going to come out to California? Are you going to, are you going to do events here? And eventually I would love to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have to work on is networking a little bit better mm-hmm. in that way. Um, I'm not the most organized. So <laughs> I'm like, once I get to that point, I would have to like really build strong connections with people right. in different states. And then they would have to like help me to facilitate. Cause I, exactly. I admit I can't do that on my own. Right. 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 Well, I mean, as long as we, you know, put it out there, I, it definitely would hap- will happen. But I think that's pretty cool. You know, just like musicians and like stuff go on tour. And like these days, we're all so connected through social media. Um, you know, I used to do this show on Periscope, like be live on Periscope when I was doing it in the studio. And there would be people from literally like all over the place on there and it's just crazy to see you know how how people connect with you from other you know countries other states and all of that stuff so i i mean i definitely think i think that would be just super cool that would be like a tarot tour you know what i mean like it would be super yeah. cool because people we'll it out there now so maybe that could happen yeah <laughs> because i mean people you know, your, your followers are from literally like ev- everywhere. So yeah. you would definitely, you know, the, the, the customer base is definitely there, but like you said, it's just making connections with people that can, you know, maybe they have a space or, or somewhere you can do it or, or just whatever, so that you're not going somewhere blind, basically. Right. I guess you could say. Um, yeah. It's it's definitely dope, you know, when you're when you're able to find your passion, make a living doing it and never look back because nothing else really matters. But we're just getting started coming forward right after this music break.
This is Tune In Radio Show, where the music attracts you and the information keeps you. forward tuned in to solaris part two getting the scoop 
Um, so you are plant-based, right? Yes. And what's your favorite meal to cook? Oh, so many. <laughs> um, I am a cancer rising, so I really, really love, like, making, like, passion food at the house. I think that, like, I love making, like, Italian-style food, Asian food, Mexican food, like, just anything, basically. Um, I think my, I go between making, like, raw vegan meals to, like, meals that I enjoyed when I ate meat and just, like, recreating them. Um, So I can't really, like, limit it down to one but I just really, really love cooking, and I love cooking for people and having people over. So, yeah, my stepdad is a chef, so he really taught oh, me cool. how to, like, put flavors together, and that has really helped me a lot um, on my plant-based journey. Mm-hmm. Um, because I really like to do, like, plant-based, not like the, you know, vegan meats and stuff like that at right. the store. Like every now and then I'll enjoy that. But like, I like to really use like vegetables to make a meal. So, um, yeah, last night I made stuff shells and that was really Ooh. amazing. I love doing stuff with like different types of mushrooms mm-hmm. because they mimic kind of like the meaty taste right. that you like. Um, Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to do something with cooking. That's a whole other thing that Ooh, I'm going to work on. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of like my next question. So what about a cookbook? <laughs> yeah, I am. I really have kind of been sitting on like I started making TikTok videos okay. about the meals that I was cooking. Mm-hmm. And so I would like to like have a like a visual, like a channel of me making meals. Okay. Again, I'm not that organized. So as far as the book, (laughs) for somebody to like help me like sit down and like organize that. But like um, visually, definitely something that um, I'm putting in the works. That's pretty dope because there um, aren't a lot of shows like cooking shows that highlight plant-based cooking and um you know like vegan cooking and stuff like that you know it's all just you know like regular like meat-based or vegetarian but not really from our people if you if you know what I'm talking about when I say that, um, yeah. so yeah, so I I definitely think that would be, um, that would be that would be pretty cool. That'd be if that's so interesting because I guess like you know your Instagram your social media things are like vision boards for you. Mm-hmm. So because I am plant based and because I do tarot, I feel like all I see is people doing vegan meals Mm -hmm. but then when I step outside of like my vortex and I talk to other people I'm like oh y'all really don't see that there's like a lot of people who are doing this you know yeah like I'm only drawn to it because it's something that I do so that's like a good reminder um to me that like you said that like step outside of your own world and realize a lot of people don't really see stuff like that yeah like not I mean not that's how I like to eat and I make a grocery list 
every week. And it's hard, like trying to find recipes, like majority of the recipes that, you know, like I find, I always have to like alter them in some sort of way to tailor them to be plant-based or, you know, like vegan or whatever. So there's definitely a market for it. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's definitely, there's definitely a market for, for plant-based cooking because you just don't see it. You know what I mean? Like you don't, I don't, you don't see it or the ones that you do see, it's like 20 ingredients for one meal. It's like, no, you know what I'm saying? Because it's stuff that you, it's like stuff that you use maybe like once, you know what I mean? For specifically for that meal. So now you have like all of these ingredients that you're like probably not going to use again. So, um, it's, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a market for it. Um, do you ever eat out? Yeah. Ooh. Um, I think that like the times that I do eat out Mm -hmm. are if I'm out of town. Okay. And, um, sometimes just to get out of the house when I'm at home Mm -hmm. because I work from home. Okay. And so I do everything here. So every now and then I'll be like, okay, on Friday or Saturday, like, let me go to my favorite, um, restaurant that they have here in Austin. And we have some really good, like vegan food trucks and restaurants here. So what's your favorite one to go to for Um, the listeners if they visit Austin? Right. Uh, So I like, there's a restaurant called the beer plant here in Austin. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite restaurant one. And then the food truck um, that I like is called vegan nom. And that's more of like vegan junk food, but they have some amazing like nachos over there. Like, I've taken people who aren't plant-based at all to eat there, and they're like, this is so good. Like, <laughs> what in the world? I would totally, like, be vegan if I could eat like this every day. So those two places are really, really good. Yeah. That's, <clears throat> excuse me, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people are kind of just, like, vegan ill or plant-based ill, and it's just like, wait till you try it, though. Like, we have... You know, there's range in in what can be made and how it can be made. And there's definitely like a lot of foods and meals that taste like comfort foods. Right. You know, but people I love just... making vegan soul food, too. So that's Ooh. interesting, too, that people are like turn their nose up mm-hmm. at when you do say that you're vegan, because I'm like. But you don't think that it's disgusting that you don't know what part of this animal right. that you're eating, like, and the fact that it bleeds and you have to pick it yes. into the blood and something like that yes. doesn't bother you at all? Yeah. That, like, really baffles me. Like, I've had that in my family where they're like, well, what is this that you're bringing over, you know, for Thanksgiving? And I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? Like, there is chitlins Yeah, exactly. Here. And y'all are, Okay. We're eating that, but you want to question what I put, like, what is jackfruit? Like, exactly. It doesn't make any sense to me. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, have you always been, um, or have you always had a plant-based diet? Or when did you transition? No. I, so I've been on my journey for seven years now. Um, I went back and forth in the beginning of mm-hmm. my seven years mm-hmm. because 
at that time, like, I really didn't have access to a lot of knowledge about how to make meals and things. And yeah. so I would always end up breaking on Christmas and Thanksgiving because I'm like, nobody's going to cater to me yeah. for Christmas or Thanksgiving. And the majority of the food is this. So I would always end up going back and then detoxing. And then finally, um, I got tired of doing that. So I was like, okay, I'll just make my own meals for uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving. But before I was vegan, I was straight up like only meat. Like I actually used to hate vegetables. Like it's weird. Like I would eat steak if I could Uh like at least three to five days a week. If I could, like I love steak. I love eating. Like I stay in Texas. So like I love barbecue. Yeah. Like a lot of pork and things that I ate. So it's really like interesting into my family where they're like, you used to eat nothing but meat. Like you never have vegetables on your plate. <laughs> and now this is how you are. Like, this is crazy. And I'm like, once I educated myself and I look completely different from the way that I looked when I did eat meat, mm-hmm. like my skin mm-hmm. looked awful. It was just like, I looked like a stuffed sausage. <laughs> <laughs> It just looked really unnatural on my frame. And so, like, when I look at pictures when I ate meat, I'm like, this is what I was looking like. Like, I looked sick and unhealthy, and y'all were telling me that I was pretty. And this is crazy. Like, no, this is not okay. I mean, yeah, it does. It definitely does play a part in, like, how and how you look because everything that you eat, it just, it comes out, you know, it reflects on the outside and, you know, that's weight, that's skin issues. That's all different types of stuff, you know, that whatever, literally whatever you put into your body, you will see, you know, reflected on the outside. Um, yeah. And so that's pretty cool that you, you know, because it it serves as a reminder, you know, when you go back and you look at those old pictures, it serves as a reminder, like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I didn't change my diet, like, this is what I would still be looking like. Yeah. And y'all would all still be lying. (laughs) This is crazy. Uh, What, um, so you mentioned like detoxing. So what is like a detox that you use from, you know, like meat or, or junk food? So, um, before I became like fully like plant-based, cause there's, there's transitions transitions into becoming Mm -hmm, vegan mm -hmm. like you're not just gonna go from eating hella meat to like oh i'm just gonna eat uh fruits and and vegetables because your palate is so overstimulated Mm -hmm. that fruits and vegetables and drinking water does not really taste that good to you right so i totally get why they have like the mock meats in the store because Mm -hmm. it's like a transition to eating that and then wanting to go into eating like straight plant-based so um I did a parasite uh, detox okay. once I really stopped eating meat. Um, I used the, this, these herbs called scram, and it's specifically to get parasites out of your body because we all have parasites, but you really get them when you're eating, you know, eggs right. and cheese and meat. And it's um, a very, like, 
strenuous like thing to do with the big bottle of pills and you start off taking one, mm-hmm. then three, six, and then 10 pills a day. Mm. And so it's like completely like flushing your system out. Right. You have to drink so much water and you have to eat very like straight plant-based because your stomach will be messed up. So after you're done with that, your whole palate is like reset. Right. And all you really do crave is just like, fruit like when I first got done with it I was like all I want is cantaloupe and like strawberries right. and mangoes and I want water like I've never felt like that before um and then I would do like I'm very into getting colonics done I okay think everybody men and women yeah hell yeah get colonics yeah because you have so much stuff sitting in your intestines for like years that you don't even know and that's contributing to your mood it's contributing to your skin mm-hmm. it's contributing to your weight And so, um, once you are able to like get a colonic and like do that type of like cleanse, like you pretty much are like all reset. And so I think that that's necessary. Um, as far as like detoxing your system out, I try to get, um, colonic like probably once every three to six months. Ooh. Okay. Um, yeah, like just to be consistent. I love right. the lady that I go to. Like she educates me a lot on things, and so you know, it's good for you. Yeah, and yeah, you it's feel def- way better. You have a lot more energy. Heck yeah! I went, <clears throat> I went. Um, I think March of last year was the last time that I went, and my family thought I was crazy, and I'm like, okay. Like, why? I, I, I mean, be, I, I don't know. I guess for them, it's a little bit too personal. But for me, it's like at the end of the day, like you're cleansing yourself. So like that yeah. should trump everything, regardless of like how you feel. And there's a lady out here. Her name is Brandy. And um, I think she's in Henderson and she's, you know, she's really good. She, she makes you feel really comfortable. She talks to you about a lot of things, you know, she lets you know about like some, um, books and some different things that, you know, like you can do outside of seeing her, you know what I mean? That you, how you can like maintain and stuff like that until you see her again. But I mean, I just, I'm with you on that one. Like, I think it's, it's super necessary. I definitely need to go, um, more often for sure. Um, but it's, it's, it's all a part of health, you know what I mean? Like, and Mm -hmm. you know, people wonder why they got extra weight and extra this and extra that. And it's just, problems like and for people who uh just to give a little side note for people who have dealt with like any type of addictions like as far as like drugs or like prescription pills maybe like a lot of those things sit inside of your Mm -hmm. gut and it keeps you um forming that habit so when you go and get a colonic it's cleansing out you know pills and things that have been sitting in your body and Mm -hmm. it really can help you to fight um addictions in some ways because a lot of that sits in your gut so it's more health benefits on different levels um than you would imagine like it's super helpful yeah um uh, did you tell us so did you look at those pictures before you 
like the old pictures of yourself before you transitioned? Is that what sparked you to like transition into a plant-based diet or was there something else like a, a different reason? I mean, no, I didn't know that there was, that I looked like, that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know. I mean, I could say that there was one picture where I had gained, um, uh, a substantial amount of weight. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember going out with my parents for father's day and, I was like in one of my dresses and I was like, why is my dress fitting like this? Cause you don't know when you're gaining weight. Right. So like, Oh, my pants are just like not zipping because I just got some out of the dryer. Like right. I really had every justification in my mind for like why my clothes weren't fitting. And so, um, my mom had took a picture of me next to my stepdad and I was like, who is that? <laughs> like, that is not like what is going on. And so I was like, Mom, is that how I look? Like I really and she was like, I mean, you know, you have gained a little weight. And I was like, Why did you just now tell me this? Like, why did it take me questioning how I looked in the picture for you to say that I've gained weight? And yeah. um at that time I was still eating meat. Um but it wasn't until after I completely transitioned to being a plant-based where I looked at pictures of myself now mm -hmm. versus then. And, like, my whole skin color changed. Like, I, I don't even know. Like, yeah. it's just, like, I was just, I can't even explain it. My skin, like, my tech, like, a lot of things changed once I cleaned my body out. Yeah. So, um, and a lot of people, yeah. you know, people out there buying these creams and all that stuff for skin discoloration. And it's just, but you still, you, I mean, but you still eating the same way you were eating before. So there's really not going right, to be nothing right. changed. You just going to be what, like your bank is going to be 60, 60 bucks lighter because of that cream you just bought. But then you have to buy continuously buy it. You know what I mean? In order to. I don't know, see a difference, Maintain I guess. Maintain it when you could just cleanse your inside and, like, really see what you're naturally supposed to look like. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not the way I was supposed to look. Like, I was like, who is that? And now that I'm here, I'm like, okay, like, this makes sense for my body. Like, I feel better. I have energy. I'm not winded when I walk up the steps. Right. Like, what is happening? <laughs> Yeah, uh, that I mean the same for me too. I ch well, I changed my diet back in 2016, but I kind of had to um, because of lupus, and I was just really over the doctors. I was really over the pharmaceuticals, and you know they just treat you like an insurance check. So, and if I didn't yeah. want to, if I didn't want to be wrapped up in that, then I had to do something. So, and everything, you know, most disease and stuff like that, that's exactly where it starts. It starts in the gut. It starts with what you're eating and all of that stuff. So I changed and I didn't, I, um, mm, I guess you can say I kind of went cold Turkey chicken wings was definitely the hardest thing for me to give up. Um, cause I, I can that. eat them. I can eat. It doesn't even matter how they're made, fried, baked, whatever. Like that was just my thing. And then it was kind of hard for me to give up cheese as well because I like, um, Mexican food. So those were yeah. like the two hardest things. Cheese was way easier than chicken wings, but I just, I did it within 
let me see. I think I went to, I had my last appointment with the doctor in like March, I think of 2016 and the appointment did not go right. They wasn't trying to listen to me. So I said, fuck it. And then by May of 2016, I had cut out meat and dairy. I mean, I wasn't really an egg person. Um, It was mostly just like cheese and mostly chicken. I didn't really eat like any other type of meat, but um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it had to go. Did that help to like improve your health? Like, yep. I haven't, I haven't been on nothing uh, or been to, um, you know, the, the doctor, the rheumatologist is the doctor that manages lupus since, um, since then. You know, inf- oh, inf- inflammation, like all of that stuff. It's just like, I don't have, you know, I don't have time because you're giving people pharmaceuticals and it's only managing whatever disease that they have. It's not really like helping it because if it was helping right. it, then people wouldn't have to come see you every two to three months. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It's just, and they're just practicing. Shit. Exactly. Just, you know, well, let's just figure out if this works for you. Exactly. If it doesn't, then we'll just put you on something else, and then it's all these other side effects, and yep. then more medicine that you have to take for those side effects, and yeah, so it it's, just kind of puts you in debt. It's a hot to, mess. You know, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a hot mess. Um, okay, so switching gears a little bit let's talk about relationships so i know um like you're already taken but these i already wrote these i already wrote these questions out um but yeah so we'll we'll just you know go with it um what are your top three qualities that you like look for in a significant other um i look for somebody who is emotionally disciplined Ooh. um yeah somebody Ex- who explain is that one really quick emotionally disciplined in the sense where we're able to not allow or you're able to not allow your emotions to get the best of you um and you're able to talk through how you feel i think that that is important like emotional maturity in that way Mm -hmm. um i think that that's important because i feel like a lot of relationships turn toxic when there is no like footing on how you deal with like emotions or like mm-hmm. certain conversations or triggers because we all have triggers and baggage you know right from our childhood or other relationships and so if you haven't dealt with that then you know you just drive people crazy yeah and hurt yourself <laughs> and hurt other people and it's like no i've been through a lot of relationships like that my venus is in scorpio so i have experienced really traumatic situations mm-hmm. um in my love life so that's definitely a thing. Um, I look for you to be intellectual. I think that that's important because I am double ruled by Mercury. So I have to know that I can like hold a conversation with you about anything. Right. Like I, if I'm not intellectually stimulated, I don't know how this is going to work. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, someone who is 
spiritually in tuned or have spiritual discernment um, because of what I do. Not even the fact that like I do this for a living, mm-hmm. but because the way that my chart is set up is I have no other <laughs> way. Like yeah. this is a big part of my life. So if you're not really into spirituality or you're not really into believing in something or you don't have discipline right. in, you know, your spiritual practices, then we're unequally yoked at this point. Like, yeah, I can't be your spiritual safe haven and you don't even believe anything. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's, you know, that's true. I think a lot of people, like you mentioned earlier, that's how relationships turn toxic is because people get with each other based off of looks And Uh when you get with the person, like at the end of the day, like you guys aren't even like compatible, you know what I mean? It's, it's, and, and a lot of times those relationships fizzle quickly or you stay in it and then you create like this toxic cycle. And then these, you know, you just go after the same people, but it's going to be the same thing because you're not really connecting with them on any other level besides a sexual level or, you know, attractiveness or lust or whatever. Um, or financial level. Or financial. Level. That's a big thing that I see yeah. is like, you know, now it's like, oh, you know, you want to get a dude who makes a lot of money and like, it's nothing wrong with that because that's a standard. And I think that everybody should be treated to like nice things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that spiritually puts you like in debt because then you get with somebody who has a lot of money and you get addicted to this, you know, high lifestyle of mm-hmm. like having nice things. And then you might not even connect with them on a spiritual or energetic level, but you don't want to give up that lifestyle. Exactly. And so now you're dealing with a lot of shit that you shouldn't be dealing with all because you're attached to material possessions. Mm-hmm. So um, I see a, a lot of that happening. And it's like, that's like the kind of the lowest form of exchange to me is like, cool. It's nice to have somebody who can give you like beautiful experiences, but like, don't let that be the sole purpose of you getting with someone. Exactly. And like money. Yeah. Because once that's gone or once that gets taken away, then how do you connect with that person? Then, then now it's like, it's kind of like now what, you know what I mean? Are you, you, do you just up and leave because now you feel like they don't have nothing to offer you or, mm-hmm. you know, or I don't know. I don't. Yeah. And then you get labeled for like using. Exactly. Them and you're like, that's, you know, like you kind of set it up to be a lose lose situation. So, yeah. Sure. Have yeah. you ever been. I, I mean. Have you ever been rejected by someone like you were into or wanted to get to know? And they were just like, "Mm -mm." Uh, I can say like in my younger days, there was one person that I really, really wanted to be with Mm -hmm. and he wasn't ready. Okay. I can't say that like he rejected rejected, me, but he was very truthful about like where he was in his journey. Like, Hey, I'm not ready to settle down. I can't be, you know, who you want me to be. And so it hurt. But it was like, I respected it because a lot of people will put themselves in situations knowing that they're not ready to be loyal or in a relationship. Um, So, yeah, that's probably the only 
time. What about a pet peeve in a relationship? Like, do you have any pet peeves when it comes to relationship? Oh, I have so many. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, I hate a pet peeve is somebody who's ungrateful. Okay. Uh, I don't like that. I don't care if you're being ungrateful with what I've contributed to your life or if you just have an ungrateful attitude towards life in general. Mm -hmm. That is a big pet peeve of mine. Um, Another pet peeve is somebody who always has something theatrical dramatic going on and it's like <laughs> what is happening like bullshit why does it have to be so much like you know i get life but like now this is very draining to this point right. so um and i mean i think that those would be the main two things and somebody who is too completely into themselves, yeah. Uh, whether it be just themselves and their life or their business or you know whatever, and it's like we can't even sit and have a real conversation because all you want to talk about is your things that you have going on versus like being present, right, with me or in this moment. So yeah, those would be like the main pet peeves for me. What about in a friendship? Do you have pet peeves in a friendship? I feel like in a friendship, my pet peeve would be, mm, so I, I said this on my Twitter, and just amongst women, I noticed that, like, we can get into arguments with our homegirls, and a homegirl be really quick to cut you off, but mm-hmm. then they'll be really quick to go back to a dude who yeah. does all types of crazy things to them, and yeah. you're like, okay. So I did one thing wrong. I said one thing wrong. There yeah. was miscommunication, but now I'm cut out of the picture and I'm now being slandered. But the dude who's cheating on you, lying to you and all of these things, like, you know, he can do no wrong. I think that that's like a pet peeve for me is mm-hmm. like a friend not being able to give that same energy to their friendship that they would have in a relationship. I think that's silly. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It's definitely. I was watching something the other day. And the guy, the husband was cheating on the wife with, I don't know, some kind of escort or something like that. And the escort gave him a disease and he turned around and gave it to his wife, which which made her lose the baby. And the wife found out about the escort and killed her. It's like, girl, you killed the wrong person. Like... You, you, yes. I don't know. I think it was like, I don't need, I think it was CSI Las Vegas or something like that. It's something that was just like on the TV. And it's, that was like the first thing I said, like, girl, you killed the wrong person. Like, yeah, this chick may have, may have known that he, you know, like was married and she definitely knew that she um, had, you know, I think it was chlamydia. So she definitely knew that she had that and, and, but didn't tell him, but then it's like, you, 
raw with this other lady and then you go home and whatever you know you're taking that back to like your wife and I don't know to like you said she you know you, you're mad at the wrong person you need to be mad at him right and, and she got married to you and took those vows exactly. and she's at this point this is her job and her survival so exactly um but that that shows a lot about you know the way that we have been brought up as women as well to be very submissive and forgiving and you know not really know what to do with our rage right and feeling like we can rightfully be upset about something without being called like crazy or like emotional Mm -hmm. when it's like no somebody is doing something wrong to you like you know you should be able to address that exactly not feel like you're being gaslit yeah that, yeah, that's true. So would you say, so like best based off of your like pet peeves and the qualities you look for and stuff like that, like, would you say you have like a friend application or like a relationship application, maybe not a physical one, but just like maybe like a mental checklist, like, mm-mm, mm-mm, you know what I'm saying? If they not checking off mm-hmm. the stuff in your list. Oh yeah. I'm already looking at your energy as soon as you come around. Yeah. Like, how does my energy feel when you're around me? When you come around, what are our conversations? Because I'm very aware of, I like to say, there's a difference between speaking your truth and gossiping and mm-hmm. slandering somebody's character. So if there is a girl that's coming around that is trying to be my friend, but like every time she comes around, she's gossiping about somebody, right. she's tearing somebody's character down, I really can't. I'm not okay with that. I won't participate. I'm too aware at this point in my journey. Mm-hmm. I didn't always used to be that way, but too aware to like want to participate in a low vibrational activity like that. So, um, you know, that no. Nah. And if you're too like gone into like just social media stuff and yeah. like celebrity gossip and things like that where we can't have like a real in-depth conversation about what's going on, what's going on in your spiritual world what's going on in the world you know what are your perspectives have like real deep conversations then we really can't go that far um as far as the friendship and i'm very selective about friends anyways yeah that's a cancer rising thing a lot of times we keep the same friends that we've had from like elementary school (laughs) i mean Um, those ones you know those, those are usually the friendships that that last you know yeah especially if you're able to like keep in touch yeah over the years and i can't have like a a friend who is too needy Mm -hmm. because you know i do run a business and i have things to do so if you know you're one of those friends it's like well you're not consistently you know where you've been at and you don't even like that's a lot for me now I start to feel like I'm in a relationship <laughs> and I don't even understand what's happening like but that's I just somebody that do. doesn't have nothing going on yeah so you know that's like you don't have nothing going on so now you like you know you trying to distract me like we can hang out and stuff like that but it can't be you know all the time like this isn't high school or middle school when when at those times we didn't have nothing to do or nothing to like right. you know we you know we weren't 
adults and we didn't have bills and you know stuff like that then that that's when you can hang out whenever you know for however long and stuff like that but shit these days when you become an adult a lot of things change a lot like whether you have kids in a family or yep. you don't like yep it's just a lot to process right now yeah. so it's like please calm down yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it is a lot um i think we're getting to know solaris just a little bit better when we come forward we're going to get the skin and hair tea tune into solaris part two on the gypsyaj.com win some but you really lost one you 
just lost one It's so silly how come You might win some But you really lost one Could've been some But now really I'm done I'ma live my life You can go You can go I'ma live my life down to products you use all the way down to tools such as brushes combs all that we need we need all the tea on skin and hair <laughs> okay I, I get asked this question a lot that's funny um so as far as for hair um i 
like to, for the most times, like if you look at my Instagram, like mm-hmm. I'll go from like having blonde hair, straight hair. A lot of times I like to do protective styles with those like loud colors and stuff, mm-hmm. which are like wigs, just to give my hair a break. And then, um, you know, just wearing my hair, like uh, the products that I use are, I just started using this company's product called Dream Girl. Okay. And it's like a whole five step process um, that you do. And it's like a strict, uh, like, thing that you have to follow. Oh, okay. So it's like you you do steps one through three um, every two to three weeks. And then the whole system every four to six weeks. But, like, it really does help your hair to, like, be so beautiful and grow. And, like, if you have curly hair or whatever, like, it just helps everything to pop and look amazing. Mm -hmm. So um, I really like that. Um, Beyond that, I like to do, like, I do my own hair. So, like, I like doing, like, braids as protective styles as well or, like, the faux locks. Like, I do everything on my own just because I'm never really committed to a style. So I'm like, if I go somewhere and pay yeah. for something, and then I'm like, I changed my mind or I don't like it, it's going to piss me off if I wasted my money. Yeah. So um, I have taught myself how to do a lot, but it definitely, uh, yeah. So I have that. Um, I am, I don't really straighten my hair. So like I said, if you see me with like the straight hair, that's going to be a wig. Um, I haven't put heat on my hair. Girl, you got some good looking wigs then. (laughs) The straight hair. Yeah. Cause I like the, I can't, no, I'm not going to be Tesla. No. Yeah. So yeah. Um, those are like wigs when I do anything straight or anything with color Uh is a wig. Wow. Um, and then for my skin, I drink a lot of water. Mm-hmm. I drink, honestly, in my house, like, I just buy gallons of water. I don't drink soda. I don't drink juice unless it's, like, naturally fresh mm-hmm. pressed juice. Mm-hmm. But, like, literally my friends will come over and be like, this is a juiceless household. Like, all you have <laughs> is water. I don't even use cups anymore. I just take the gallons of water, mm-hmm. and that's my water for the day. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, I drink water all day like I'm used to it and it's very rare that I just like drink juice like that like I said unless it's natural yeah and even that's rare for me to do that um and then I use vegan skincare goddess which is by Lola Monroe who I would consider a friend of mine yeah now um, she created a line, um, a plant-based line and her products are really, really good. Um, she has a lot of things that like just help your skin, like acne and stuff like that. It's like you, if you looked at her reviews, mm-hmm. it's like amazing. So I've been using her products for probably about a year now. I've never really just had like skin problems. Mm-hmm. Like that, like I, I didn't really ever just struggle with like acne or anything, but um, yeah, her products just kind of keep your face flawless because I, I don't really wear makeup like that a lot. Right. Like if I do, it's very minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, I'm just into eyebrows and lip gloss or like right. some lip liner. Um, 
but I don't do like the whole full face thing. Yeah. First of all, I don't have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't do that. Like I be looking at girls, their their makeup videos on Instagram. I'm like, that is so amazing, mm-hmm. and the dedication and the process is beautiful. Yeah. But like, what? That's way too much. So it's um, a lot of steps. <laughs> Yeah, so I I can't. It's a whole thing. I'm like, if that's what it means to be, you know, a baddie, yeah. I'm not fit for it. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much very natural around here when it comes to um, my skin and my hair. But like I said, with my hair, if you see straight or colored hair, those are wigs. Um, and yeah, so it's very minimal. It's no like nothing else. Would you say, um, this, cause I've like, I glanced over it a little bit and like read the reviews and, and all of that stuff. So would you say like the skincare, like the prices are like worth the money? Yes. For vegan skincare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never like spent, you know, very high prices on my skincare routine. Mm-hmm. But like I said, Lola is like a friend that like I've directly talked to. Yeah. And so when she explained it to me and then I was looking at like her transformation with mm-hmm. her skin and looking at her reviews, right. I was like, okay, I want to support my friend right. and like buy her products. But like when I bought them, I was like, oh my God, like I really don't have to wear makeup now because something about it like shrinks your pores. And, like, I don't even know. Like, it's just, you really don't have to wear makeup. And if you read a lot of those reviews, a lot of people say that, like, they don't wear makeup like that anymore because their skin just looks very flawless. So it's definitely worth it. And I'm not even somebody who spends, like, crazy amounts of money on things. That is not my style. Yeah. (laughs) Like, stability. And I'm not just going to be frivolously spending my money. Right. But um, it lasts for a while as well. Oh, that's good. the full thing. Yeah. Like, that thing lasts for me, I want to say, for, like, three three or four months. Okay. Because you you don't have to really put on that much on your skin. Mm -hmm. So it's like an investment that's not, like, you getting face wash from the grocery store right. and run them out of that and being like, Oh, I got to get some more. And like it lasts for a while. Okay. I can do that. I like when, you know, like skincare products or hair care products are kind of like, if you shop at Costco, you know what I mean? Like you get the big toilet paper, you get the big paper towels, and then you don't have to worry about it again for the next like three, four months. Like that's what I like when it comes to like skincare and hair care. Like I don't want to be buying this every time it's time for me to wash my hair or every time it's time for me to do this or do that or go here or go there. Oh shit, I got to run to the store and get this and get that. Like I, if it can be, you know, like a bill every two, three months, three, four months. That's definitely what I like. But yeah, like I said, I, I like glanced over it and I'm not going to lie. Like I saw the prices and I'm the same exact way. Like I'm not going to spend a lot of money on just stuff, you know, and just have like a whole freaking convenience store underneath my cabinet and shit. So I saw the prices and I was like, Ooh, and then I just kind of, I just kind of like, okay, you know, like maybe next time or whatever. And, um, 
I was buying like this natural, you know, like skincare stuff, like toner and face wash and all this stuff from this lady, this Ethiopian lady, she would make everything. And, um, I just found out like last week, she didn't even post it on her Instagram or nothing. I just found out last week she moved to Puerto Rico. So (laughs) yes. And I'm like running out of stuff and I'm just like, what the hell? So, um, definitely. Would she still like mail her products out or she's just like, I'm out? Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm sure she would mail it out, but I don't know. I mean, she just up and left. Like she didn't even say nothing. <laughs> she didn't even say she was anything. Like, no way. I don't like what's going on here. Yeah, so. like she didn't even say anything. And then you kind of just sold me on on the other stuff because I, like I said, I have like looked into it. But you know, when I, I I saw the prices and I was just like, ooh, that's steep. But if if it's gonna work, you know what I mean. Like that's my my thing is is like I hate like spending the money and then it doesn't like work. Like my main issue when it comes to skincare is moisturization. It's like, as soon as you freaking step outside here, it's like the air just took all the moisture, you know, all the moisture. And it's just like, what the fuck? So my thing is just having, yeah. (laughs) So my thing is just having something, same thing with my hair. It's just having something that's going to, um, you know, like actually like work. I know that the heat can't be that detrimental to where nothing works, you know, something has to work. Yeah. So, um, no, her products really do, uh, they really do work. And I wouldn't like, like I said, I'm not a person who's like, Oh, I just want to spend lots of money right. on like luxury products. Cause I'm pretty bare minimal when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, when I first started off with her, I just bought like the face soap and then I bought, um, the daytime cream. Okay. I bought those two things. And then I was like, Oh, I see like a, a dramatic difference in my skin. Like, you know, my pores seem smaller right. and you know, I just felt better. And then when I actually like decided to get the full set, because she'll do a lot of like half off, um, like payment things, like uh, specials and stuff. Yeah. And so when I got the whole thing, I was like, I love this process. Like I'm, I think I'm addicted to stuff with steps at this point. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm like, it's structure here. Like, okay, wash your face with this soap, then put this cream on and put this serum on. And then you go to sleep and you wake up. So, um, it's definitely worth it. Really, really. Yeah, I like stuff that I like comes in, I like stuff that comes in steps as well. You know what I mean? So that you're just not like putting whatever on your face. Um, yeah. So I think we kind of touched on it a little bit when we talked about the plant-based diet, but for sure you would say um being plant-based is a part of skin care and hair care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I feel like your hair grows a lot quicker to me or maybe with my experience when you are plant based as well, just because maybe for me, because I just ate really terribly, like all I was eating was meat. (laughs) But like once um, I went plant based, I feel like maybe I just like unblocked a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So my skin and my hair definitely like load up a lot um being plant-based and 
Yeah, I think that that is the major part because I used to have very greasy skin. I never had dry skin, mm-hmm. but I used to have very, very greasy skin, and I didn't understand why. But I'm like, I'm eating all greasy meat, yeah, all of the time, and I have I had very, very bad um, dandruff, like yeah super bad and so um switching up has really like changed both of those things for me yeah yeah I th- that's i think that's what i've learned um for sure over the years like it doesn't matter what the product is or how much you spend on it like if you're dieting shit then you're just like wasting time and money basically yeah, for you're sure. Trying to heal something from the outside, then you should start within. Exactly. Um, do you? You don't smoke, do you? No. Cannabis. Um, no. I wish that I could, but it's something about. You know, I don't know if it's because my moon is in the 12th house, but (laughs) the times that I've tried, I'm like, I'm not relaxed. I'm actually super tense and very stressed out right now. (laughs) Like, I felt like I was so inside of reality. I was like, it does not feel good. Right. So I feel like naturally, maybe I just feel like I'm a fairy or something naturally. So when I smoked, it made me feel like very reality based. And I was like, I'm really here. And there's really crazy stuff going on in the world. And I can't. So Yes, it is. I think it looks cool, but like it just never really hit me quite like it hits other people. Yeah. The world is a hot freaking mess. (laughs) It's definitely. And I don't even know. I don't even know, like, where it's, like, going, you know, like, a lo- like a lot of, like, family is, like, are you going to have another kid? You have to have another kid. She can't be the only kid. And it's just, like, but look at the world. Like, look at the way it's, like, going. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I personally feel like I was having a, a discussion about this, and it, it might be very abstract, but I was saying that. <clears throat> we as people were like, you know, we shouldn't have to pay for somewhere to live. Like things should be free. Like, you know, healthcare, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like in a perfect world, we would just all kind of be able to have our own things and barter and yep. we shouldn't have to pay to live here. Cause we didn't ask to be here, mm-hmm. you know? But I was like, we have been conditioned to come into this space. And we've learned to be greedy. So I'm like, let's yeah. say that, you know, the government was just like, you know what? We're going to relinquish control and everything is free. Because our mindsets have been corrupted since we were young, we would all end up basically like killing each other over, I need to get the most stuff from the grocery store for my family. I want the biggest house. It would be like the purge. Yeah. So in order for us as a collective, we're all saying how things should be free and there should be all these types of things. There has to be some type of reckoning that has to happen in order for us to learn how to um, not be greedy and to be able to sustain, you know what I'm saying? And yep. like not, not like overly consume things, yep. but just to give a different perception of what's going on right now, because they're talking about like food shortages that right. could be happening. Um, I'm like, 
I have been on my platform talking about, you know, fasting and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't be talking about fasting because uh, it's solely about your health, but it's really to get your body trained to learn how to not overconsume. Because what if something did happen? You read about in the Bible how people went through famine and it's like they were kind of forced to learn how to only eat one time a day. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But we've been conditioned to overeat everything. So it's like what we're going through might be a reckoning because we all been collectively saying how we want this perfect world. Well, how is that going to happen if, if our lower selves aren't reflected back to us to show us what we don't like? So we want, you know, free healthcare and we want to be able to save what we want over our bodies and stuff like that. But we've been overly dependent on, you know, going to the doctor yep. and trusting them and yep. fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. You can only do that once you're in a position where now your health is like your major thing. Like now people are into their health because of what's going on with the pandemic, you know? So now it's like, oh, maybe I need to eat healthier because blah, blah, blah. Like it took for this situation to happen for you to start taking your health seriously. Yeah, That's a reckoning. That's a part of showing your lower self to who we are as a collective. If we go through a food shortage, now you will learn about not over-consuming, and I don't want to sound ugly, but, like, about not over-consuming things and just eating out of boredom or because you don't want to deal with yourself right. or because you're sad or you're depressed or you're, you don't want to have any discipline. You don't care about having any nutrients in your body. So this situation might happen in order for you to learn that or learn how to grow your own food so that you can actually get full off of one meal because it actually has, you know, nutrients. Right. You know, like, I know that sounds very abstract, but like, we're asking for all of these things. How do you think it's going to come? Like, it's like the tower moment, like stuff has to be knocked down first in order for a, the, the world that we want to emerge. And it might not happen in our lifetime, but the reckoning has started. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. We've been talking about that a lot, too, on, like, trying to, like, start a garden. It's just, like, so hot out here, and there, we really don't know anyone out here that has, like, actually done it, and, you know, and actually had stuff grow without the heat just slaughtering it. Girl, I don't know how y'all would have a garden. <laughs> it's no, hot. You it's might hot have to out do here. That in the house. Yeah, probably, probably have just like a little, I don't know, some kind of, some kind of, yep, some kind of setup or something, cause, or move, that would be really the only option, or move somewhere to where you can have, you know, a sufficient, like, garden or whatever, um, Let's take a music break, refill your cups, get you some more snacks, whatever you got to do, and we will catch you on the flip side.
never a wrong time to catch a vibe and ride the 432 music wave. Tuned In is here for you day or night. You can find all five seasons of Tuned In on Mixcloud and on the gypsyaj.com under the Tuned In tab. Be sure to subscribe to keep in touch and up to date on all things Tuned In. forward i hope you guys are enjoying the show and getting to know solaris a little bit more um so let's see top three favorite music artists dead or alive Mm. (laughs) oh okay um prince is my all-time favorite artist i grew up listening to prince um I think that he was incredibly talented. He taught himself how how to play every instrument Mm -hmm. by himself. And I just think that he was like the sexiest androgynous man ever. (laughs) Like for him to be so petite and like wear an outfit that I would wear, but still attract 
so many beautiful women right. and still be so masculine to me was like, wow, that's crazy. And his music, like just listening to it is so diverse. Like he's put out so much music, so many videos. Um, so him off top, then Sade would be my second, uh, favorite audit artist. Um, I, her music just like, it gives me like an island vibe, like yeah. it, it immediately relaxes me and makes me feel like I'm underwater. Like, I just love her music and it touches, a uh, my heart in a different way, you know, yeah. it, I just love her. She's amazing. And then, um, I really love Sabrina Claudio, which okay. is, um, I love her. Uh, she, me and her, like, I believe we're birthday twins. And to me, she's very, like, I just love her music. I love how feminine her music is. Right. I love, it just reminds me of, like, flowers. And her perspective on love is, like, really beautiful in this now time. Like, right. it's very refreshing to hear how she's just, like, you know, Still wanting to get into like the romantic part or like mm-hmm. singing about heartbreak, but like not from an egotistical place, right. but of like, I'm really hurt, you know what I'm saying? Versus what you hear now is just like hatred and like, uh uh-uh, uh, forget yeah. that. <laughs> like, so I would say that those are my top three, definitely to like help me to relax and get in my zone. Yeah, and just chill out. If you can only do one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Like career-wise? I guess I didn't think that far as far as the question, (laughs) but um, mm, yeah, I guess career-wise. Um, I would say that it would be healing because healing is not limited to just tarot. Healing is in food. Healing is in conversation. Healing is in listening. Healing is in herbs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that I would do that for the rest of my life. I'll be cool with that. For sure. Um, and really quick before the next question. So, you know, that herb that you were talking about that you use to detox, will that be on the website? Um, Maybe. I'm going to work on that because okay. the, the name of the brand is called Graham mm-hmm. and they have probably like. I don't know, over maybe five to 10 different herbs that are inside of one capsule. Ah, okay. But, um, yeah, so it's different ones mixed in there, but, um, I definitely have some of those as individuals that help to like cleanse parasites like wormwood, um, and black walnut, I believe. Okay. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, what's the first thing you do or think of when you wake up? Um, what am I grateful for? I think that's the first thing. I have a whole routine every morning. Mm -hmm. I wake up and the first thing I do is grab my water. I grab my phone, brush my teeth, of course, and then I go out to my balcony Mm -hmm. and I go into prayer. Mm -hmm. And it's just like I'm expressing gratitude for waking up, having another chance to get things right, 
having another chance to, you know, further my, my lineage, all of those things. So yeah, it would be gratitude. For sure. That's a good one. I do the same. I do the same thing. Like that's, I feel like that's, that's one of the main things I feel like a lot of people like don't do. It's as if like they already knew they was going to wake up. You know what I'm saying? And have and have another day. And it's just like to take for granted, you know what I'm saying? Like what could be taken from you in any type of situation or circumstances? Just so what you believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hot or mild? Hot. Sweet potatoes. The weather hot. No. <laughs> <laughs> um sweet potatoes or regular potatoes sweet potatoes kale or spinach oh that's hard um kale favorite cereal growing up if you ate cereal uh i like the uh what are those little cinnamon toast French when I was growing up? Mm, yeah, those are good. Um, worst job you've ever had? Um, worst job I ever had. Worst job I ever had. When I was in high school, I worked at Big Lot. And that was, yeah, that was not a good job. The the lady who managed me, she was awful to me. And then I saw a big ass rat in the store one day. Oh, God. And I yelled and she told me not to tell the customer <laughs> that it was a rat in the store. And I was like, yeah, no, this is not going to work for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could remake any movie and star in it, what would it be? Woman on Top. And is that your favorite movie? I know you said, I know earlier you said Pocahontas is your favorite movie, but is, is that when I was a kid, Pocahontas was my favorite movie, but like as an adult woman on top is my favorite movie. Woman on top. Um, if you had a superpower, what would it be? To levitate. Ooh. Because when I have to walk upstairs, I get really pissed off about that sometimes. I'm like, yo, I I don't understand. Like, I wish I could just levitate at this point. That's funny. (laughs) Uh, That's a good one. I didn't even, like, think about that, but that's a good one. And then your reasoning is just, like, makes it, like, all the more better. Um, (laughs) Do you have... A favorite pair of shoes? If so, what are they? Favorite pair of shoes? Oh, um, yes, my Japanese shoes. They are, they look like, I can't even describe them, but they're like little, like, uh, I can't. You would just have to look up like a Japanese shoe. Those are like literally the only things that I wear because you can wear them with the, the socks. Uh huh. But, um, they look like little like wooden planks. Okay. And, but they're like flip flops, but they have an extended bottom, and it's just perfect. It's like it can be a heel if you wanted it to, but it's super comfortable. So, so 
Yeah, I'll, I'm going to be, I'll be Googling those after the, after the show for sure. <laughs> so I can see what they look like. Um, all right, let's do finish the sentence. I hate okay. it when people. Um, chew and while it's silent. <laughs> and I can hear mouth noises. <laughs> I oh my god I hate that shit too it's just like I be turning over and looking at people like for real like I don't, I don't understand like all this noise that's coming from your mouth right now why are you chewing like what is happening? oh shit um this one isn't really finished the, the finish the sentence but if you could see anyone perform dead or alive who would it be I already saw Prince. Um, if I can see anyone perform dead or alive, uh, Shade. If I wasn't doing tarot, I would be. Oh, if I wasn't doing tarot, I would be doing therapy for people, most okay. likely. Okay. Um, I'm a... I was about to say crime mom. <laughs> 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 um... Uh, I am a passionate, um, I'm a passionate person. I'll say that. Okay. Solaris, the motherfucking high priestess on tune in radio show will be forward right after this. These girls on the loose I'll put up with you, babe There's some things I won't take Baby, don't feed me false
you're listening to Tuned In on Mixcloud and thegypsyaj.com. She uh, definitely refilled our cups a couple of times. Again, thank you for chatting with us. Is there anyone you want to shout out um, your day ones or just anyone that supports you to the fullest through everything? couple of people that I would want to, but, you know, I am kind of private, so I, I wouldn't really speak their name, yeah. but they know who they are, and I love them, and I try to tell them on a daily basis how much they are of value to me. So. For sure. Shout out to the most high, though. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. For sure. Um, again, thank you for doing part two. You are always welcomed on tuned in. Um, we talk about anything and everything on this show. So if you ever have an idea, you could just be like, Hey, let's do a show about this. And it'll always be a go for sure. Listeners, supporters, thank you for tuning in. Be sure to listen to part one um, to get your astrology fix. And that's on the gypsyaj.com 
and Mixcloud. I'm the Gypsy AJ. Until next time, see ya. Thank you.